Hey guys, and welcome to Hunting Land, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. If you'd like to stay up to date on hunting tactics, land management, land values, and land market dynamics, this is the podcast for you. This week's show is brought to you by Southern Seed and Feed. Do you want to provide better nutrients to your deer? If so, try Southern Buck Food Plot Blends. Your deer will love it. At Southern Seed and Feed, they specialize in making textured feed for horses, cattle, sheep, goats, hogs, chickens, small animals, and wildlife. Their products are proven irresistible, scientifically formulated to promote excellent herd health and hunter satisfaction. They supply products to various distributors throughout the South. So visit their website at southernseedfeed.com or call 662-726-2638 to find the dealer nearest you. And also brought to you by the Hunter's Mate Lowdown Trail Cam Reviewer. Finally, a trail cam viewer that actually works. Lowdown's high-speed trail cam viewer has flipping fast technology that allows you to view images three times faster on a screen that is 60% bigger than typical 7-inch viewers. Lowdown is a dedicated viewer slash photo manager made for one thing and one thing only. Fast, uncomplicated viewing of your trail cam images and videos. Lowdown makes viewing large numbers of images fast and easy. It allows you to easily delete individuals or groups of selected images. Find out more at lowdownviewer.com. I'm your host, Joe Baia, here today with Butch Theory. Butch, you know, uh, box blinds are something that are on a lot of properties that I'm selling, that I'm showing to buyers. They're on my property. I need a few more of them now. We're getting a timber harvest done and creating some new food plots. Y'all have got a bunch of them on your place. I have got a bunch of funny stories about box blinds in terms of things I've seen and things I didn't want to see. And No doubt. But, you know, when you start thinking about replacing one, which happens, especially if you've made them yourself over the years, uh, there's a lot of options out there on the market. There's a lot of ways to upgrade. But if, if you're in that market, there's a lot of things you need to think about um, when it comes to choosing the one that's going to be the best for the kind of the amount of people that are going to be hunting out of it, the the locations you're going to put it, uh, and, the, and the way you hunt, too, is a big consideration. Yep, definitely. What's your favorite in terms of, of size? You know, like, do you have a, a style of shooting house you really like over the years? I've hunted in some that were actually too big, you know? Um, and I've definitely hunted in more that were way too small. What do you have on your property you like? Man, so we are actually uh, dealing with kind of an upgrade situation right now. You know, we started every single one on our property until last year was was built, and all of them are out of wood and tin. Uh, so all of those ones that we built, you know, 20 years ago should have been phased out about 10 years ago, to be honest with you. Uh, some of them are not so pleasant to sit in. The favorite ones we have right now are they're kind of long and skinny. On on the food plots in particular, in places where you can see a long ways, we have a long bench in the middle, and I can kind of slide back and forth in between the windows, and those are my favorite ones right now. But there was some prescribed fire injuries, uh, <laughs> there was some tractor injuries, so uh, you know we're gonna have to start upgrading them one by one, man. It's just kind of part of it. Well, and you got a a little girl that hopefully you're gonna be taking yeah. with you too. So I imagine most of the time you end up hunting by yourself. Yep, definitely. That's hopefully going to change here pretty soon. All those things come into play. The materials you use, the amount of people you're going to take with you. To answer all these questions today, we're really going to be talking about what you need to think about if, if you're out in the marketplace, you're evaluating different hunting box blinds. 
All right, and to do that this week, we're talking with Heath Stanford of Texas Hunter Products. And uh, Heath, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Texas Hunter and how long you guys have been manufacturing box blinds. Absolutely. Appreciate the opportunity. Uh, I am the director of sales at Texas Hunter Products. Texas Hunter has built has been building box blinds and feeders for over 65 years. Everything is built in San Antonio, Texas. Um, we pride ourselves on, on a commitment to quality products and best-in-class uh, customer service. And so with that focus on our customer and our products, it's not uncommon for us to hear uh, stories every day about uh, customers have had our products for 20, 30, 40 years. So we've been around the game a long time. Yeah, that's that's really cool. You know, we'll talk a little bit later in the show about, you know, what you're getting when you step up to a pre-manufactured box blind. And, and I think that know longevity in the industry and and that track record of of good customer service and success is one of those things but before we get into that i mean i really what we want to get into today and, and really cover is everything that people need to be thinking about if if they're getting new blinds on their property you know i'm i'm in the middle of a timber harvest right now and i'm going to be having some new uh food plots put in I'm going to be putting some new box blinds out there. And, you know, the question becomes, I've got a wife, I've got two young boys. I'm kind of thinking, first and foremost, how many people do I want to be able to get into this blind? Because, like, in theory, we may all four of us go sit in there one day, right? So when it comes to choosing a box blind, my first question is how the sizing of the blind itself corresponds to the number of people that it's going to fit. So take us through how your sizing works. Absolutely. And that's the first question when I'm working with a customer is how are they going to hunt that blind? And you're right. It's very common in today's world that that you may not be hunting, you know, strictly by yourself, um, that you may want your family or your friends to be hunting with you. So we have uh, three sizes. Uh, they're three of the most common sizes on the market. Uh, we do a four by four and a four by four is really meant for a single person. They are, are lightweight. They're easy to move around. Um, if you try to add anybody else in that, it gets a little tight. So a four by four blind is really meant for that uh, single person. Uh, the next one is a new blind for us. And when we did our research on the market, we just kept coming back to the size and it's a five by seven octagon shape. So it gives you a little bit more room in the elbows. And what I like about this size blind is it allows you to hunt by yourself and you can still make every shot without having to move too much within the blind. Um, however, if you do want to bring a friend or a couple of kids with you, there is that extra room. So it's a great kind of universal size uh, that allows you to hunt solo as well as uh, with other people. And then lastly, uh, we make a four by eight. This is the largest size that Texas Hunter makes. And for us, it is that it is that blind when you do want to bring the whole family. Yeah, uh, when you want to hunt with three adults, uh, you can put four in there, it gets a little tight, but you definitely can fit three. But it is that it is a really big, nice box that allows you to bring not only your family, but everything else that you're going to bring into that blind to hunt with. Very great lineup there. And that four by eight, that's a big blind, man. How about how much does that thing weigh? Is it still as, you know, semi-portable? Could you move it from, you know, if you put it on a clear cut for two or three, four years, could you move it somewhere else pretty easily? Yes, absolutely. That blind's going to only weigh about 400 pounds. Uh, we'll oh. probably get in, into the construction later, uh, but it's made out of our starboard material. And so that allows you to be flexible, you know, with our blinds, being able to move them uh, from location to location, not only on your property, but if you happen to get on a, di- on, on a new property, it is a blind that, that is portable that you can take up and you can take a down with ease. So uh, it does offer you some flexibility there. 
Very good to know. So the next thing that I think about is uh, kind of along the same lines is elevation. You know, we hunt and I hunt in about the middle of the state on Alabama. We have some hills and and some things, you know, sometimes we need, we need a tower and sometimes we don't. So how do you kind of guide somebody on choosing a, a height of tower and what are the options coming from Texas hunt? Absolutely. Location and, and where that you're going to place that blind is number one. Um, so we have three options. We have a ground version. Um, we also have a four foot tower and staircase and an eight foot tower and staircase. And keep in mind that when you when you're hunting out of a, a four foot tower from Texas Hunter, your eye height is a, is about eight feet. So a lot of people kind of forget that they think about a four foot, but where their eyes and where their vision is is going to be about eight feet. And so in our eight feet blind, it's going to be at about 12 feet. Um, so that's one of the kind of the misconceptions that people don't realize is where is their eye height going to be in one of those blinds in reference to the size of the tower? That's a good point. How do you go about that is a great you know, point. Um, obviously, if you're trying to be able to see further, uh, elevation is going to help you to some extent. I, you know, I kind of think about some of the scary ways I've, I've ca- ca- tried to figure this out, you know, like I go out with the front end loader and I'm in the bucket and Butch is lifting me up, you know, up there kind of like, how can you see now? Is that a good method, you know, to go just grab a ladder and kind of get out there where you're thinking about putting the blind crawl up there where your eye heights, maybe at eight foot or 12 foot and, and see what you really need. Absolutely. Uh, we've all used all sorts of methods that, that we probably shouldn't talk about on air, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, a step ladder for me is a really safe and convenient. It's easy to pop one up if you do are able to climb a tree or, or to get or to get that elevation. It, it does it does allow you to uh, to have an idea before you decide on which blind or which tower size that you are looking for. And for me, it's uh, what we've seen is this the the height of the tower is coming down. You know, 20 and 15 feet were pretty common, especially here in Texas. And we are now seeing those heights come down to the four foot and eight foot. And a lot of it has to do with with uh, safety issues, you know, being able to tie the blind down, you, you know, make sure that it is going to be sturdy. Uh, but we're taking more stuff up to the blind than we ever have before. Um, so you're taking, you know, backpacks and coolers and snacks and, you know, multiple different calibers of guns and uh, and so, so with that being said, uh, those lower heights allow you to, to carry more stuff into the blind. So I think that's had an effect on it as well. Uh, we're getting more and more uh, a youth involved in hunting, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, and, and so the expectation is to have something that is safe, an easier ladder and staircase for them to uh, climb is also important. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because that's kind of my next question. You know, I've got some people that I love to bring up to my camp that are getting, getting a little bit older, uh, not as sure footed. I've also got some people I love to bring to my camp that are super young and not as sure footed. And so for, you know, for me, when I think about that, I, I really like the idea of having steps versus a ladder. You were talking about things we probably shouldn't talk about on air and crazy stuff we've done. You know, like back in the day, I can remember climbing up in some box blinds where it, it was not all that easy to get into them, you know, some homemade stuff and ladders and things. And luckily I'm not having to do that anymore. But of course, the people that are going to be entering that stand are, are one thing you need to think about if you're trying to decide on ladders versus stairs. Is there anything else that that you think about in, in those regards? No, I think you hit the nail on the head there with thinking about how you're going to be hunting that blind, you know, who is going to be hunting that blind, you know, what that you may be taking with you in that uh, in that hunting blind as well. 
Um, so I think that is one of the most important things. We do have an option on our four by four and four by eight in our trophy blinds that they do come with a ladder. But down the road, if you did want to add that staircase and full door, that you only have to switch out a panel uh, and then and add your staircase. So it does give you some flexibility if, if maybe the extreme blind that has the staircase and full door is not in the budget right now. Uh, you can get the blind that has the ladder and the sliding door and then over time add those other pieces. So that is one of the things in our four by eight in four by four that does have some flexibility in a ladder uh, versus staircase and handrails. I'll tell you what, Joe, I know you, uh, you really like that stand with those nice stairs that I put you in every time you go up there. It's a beauty. I'll just go ahead and I'll gift you that one. I think we need to, uh, you know, <laughs> put a fire lane around that one and incorporate it into the next prescribed fire. Uh, that one is, uh, hey, that's a fine piece of equipment, man. I don't Watch know it, about now. that. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that doors that the particular blind butch is talking about the door that one actually does have a horrible door i'm six foot five heath and i think the door on that one's about three foot tall you know so maybe i, I have to do gymnastics getting in and out of it it's warped and so it's loud you get in and out of it if you don't if you don't put the right amount of pressure on it it makes a tremendous amount of noise and uh i've never killed a deer from that stand i can't right you're, you're never been able to figure <laughs> that one out i can't figure it out either man it's your, <laughs> your stand you know it's my favorite stand for you but you know what are y'all thinking about when it comes to doors and windows it was interesting to hear you say you know like the sliding door you mm -hmm. know versus others and so thinking about that uh what what types do you make and what do you think people ought to be thinking about if they're evaluating which type to go with absolutely and and so we have two options we do have a sliding door that is that uh three foot type door that you have traditionally uh, seen on box blinds. And keep in mind, our box blind is the same design that we came up with in 1954. So that has been a tried and true method. Um, so it has a sliding door and it has a ladder. So that is an option, especially to keep the price down as we are working on a budget and, and trying to invest into the property. Um, so that is a good option, but we do make a full door. I personally, I recommend the full door and it's probably because of everything that I take, you know, to the blind and, and it's just, it's easier getting in and out. They have locks on them. So you're able to lock your actual blind and, you know, always tell the story. I said, I may not can keep people off my property when I'm not there, but at least I can keep them out of my deer blind. Right, um, right. so, uh, so I think that's important, but really from a safety standpoint, I think, I think when we look at it, the full door makes a lot of sense, um, with our towers, your full door is going to come with, um, a staircase, uh, that with wide steps, it's all powder coated steel, and you're going to have double handrails up uh, both uh, sides. So that is adding to that safety as we get in and out of our blinds and, Oftentimes we think about either some of our older, older friends and family or younger friends and family, but we have to remember that even if you're a great athlete, accidents can happen. So the more precautions that we can, uh, that we can put in to make it a safer place is, is important in my mind. So I really like the full door option. Talking about th and thinking about, you know, kind of moving into windows a little bit. Uh, one of the things that I really enjoy about a very nice hunting blind is the fact that there's just no maintenance anymore. You know, back in the day, I can remember like we'd spend a full weekend on the deer lease, you know, all right, you're, you had one crew that was out there cutting roads and trimming limbs and the other crew was on a tractor and my crew seemed to be the one that got to climb in and clean out the flying squirrels and the wasp nests and the owl poop and everything else that, that is accumulated over the year. 
So when I think about like windows, my big thing is I want to make sure these things are going to be sealed. They're going to keep out the pests. They're going to keep out the moisture. Uh, what do you kind of advise people to look at if they're out there in the marketplace and they're kind of comparing different blinds and things? What's important in windows? Absolutely. And windows for me is the most important thing on a deer blind. Um, so that that is the number one thing I'm going to look at, whether I'm looking at our blind or our competitors out on the market, um, how they operate on our Wrangler 5x7. Uh, those have glass windows uh, that seal completely tight. It keeps out it keeps out all the bugs, keeps out all the owls. As long as people remember to close them, it's all my blinds. <laughs> that's, that's the trick, right? Yeah, all my blinds. I do have a uh, a laminated piece that says "Please close the windows." That is on the door, so you see that every time that you walk out. So, yeah. But those glass windows. The other beautiful thing about them is uh, because ours flip to the inside, is you can clean them from both sides from sitting inside from sitting inside the blind. So it allows you to clean both sides of the glass. Nice. Um, so your windows are never excuse me, dirty. Uh, and so you never have dirty windows. And so I think one of the most important features in, in windows is not being, is being able to seal tight, but also how can you clean those windows? Mm. You know, some of the windows will slide up. Um, so if you're on a tower, you've got to take a ladder out there to, to clean that outside window. So, you know, keeping those windows clean is, is important in my mind as well. Guys, let's take a quick break and hear from this week's sponsors, Bucks Island Marine. At BucksIsland.com, you can check out the full list of inventory from new and used bass, pontoon, and bow rider style boats, new and used motors, as well as kayaks. They love trade-ins, which provides a steady stream of used boats, and they can rig your boat at their 18-bay service department or ship your new motor anywhere in the United States. They provide boat service on all kinds of boats, even if they weren't purchased from Bucks. They have factory trained and certified technicians, so visit them at 4500 Highway 77 in Southside, Alabama, or give them a call at 256-442-2588. And also brought to you by First South Farm Credit. What does a farm mean to you? Maybe it's just a piece of land where you can go relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. As a successful financial cooperative, First South shares its profits with its borrowers in the form of a patronage refund, which lowers your cost of borrowing. To find out how First South can help you, visit their website at firstsouthland.com or call them at 800-955-1722. They are an equal housing lender. Heath, one of the things, you know, is new to me is having a nice hunting blind. You know, I've always, you know, just built them myself and, or hunted out of ones that were built, you know, just a DIY kind of thing. And, you know, aside from what we're talking about with the advantages of being sealed and, and the advantages, like you said, of being able to clean that window, both sides, most of the blinds I've hunted out of over the years just didn't even have windows, you know, it was just a cutout. And so thinking about the window options, when you're hunting in your blind, and you get in and you're, you're actually hunting, do you open up your windows or do you open up some windows right from the outset? Or do you like to keep everything closed and sealed and until you're ready to take a shot, you know, if that happens that day? Yeah, absolutely. There's advantages to, to open them or closing them. But for me personally, I open the windows that I'm going to have open. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, when that uh, big buck, when he trots in, you don't have time to, to open the window, to slide it open, to keep it quiet. Um, so what I do is I open up those windows, you know, I take into consideration which way the wind is blowing, making sure, I'm sure Alabama, just like Texas, a lot of times it's hot. So I do want a little bit of air movement uh, through there as well. Uh, but I, I, but I go ahead and open all my windows, especially based on how I'm going to hunt. 
you know, that evening. So one of the things that we do in our four by four and four by eight blinds is we have a sliding window system and that blind is going to come with solid panels and it's also going to come with uh, clear windows. And what that allows you to do, it allows you to move those panels around the blind. So like, for example, in my setup, in my personal blind, I have the solid panels in the back and it's blocking my silhouette. I don't have to hang any curtains or blankets or anything back there. And my clear windows are in the front. It also allows you, if you have that one spot in the evening, you can put a solid panel or our hideaway window system and allows you to shade that that part until the sun goes down. So it gives you flexibility and it allows you to tailor our blinds to your specific spot. So if you need a blind spot, if you need an open spot, the window flexibility in our configuration in our four by four and four by eight allows you to do that. That's a nice feature. That is very cool. Yeah. Butch and I were just talking and he sent me a picture the other day on his place. They got a fresh clear cut. And I said, man, you need to get a blind up on the top of that hill, you know, the next four years, that's going to be a good spot. And, and I'm sure they will, but after about four years or so, and that clear cut gets up a little bit, it's not going to be a very good spot, uh, to have a blind and being able to then move it when need be put, put it somewhere else, but have the flexibility to have those, those windows, the way you want them is really nice because, you know, you think about on a clear cut, I, I butch, I would imagine that spot we were talking about, it's going to be 360 degrees that you could probably oh, yeah. take a shot. Whereas if, then if you move it to a field somewhere or something like that, you may be looking at a 180, put it behind you and break up yeah. your outline. That's a really cool feature. That's very unique. I'm not sure I've ever seen that with any other ply manufacturer actually. No, usually yeah. it's like hang up a piece of netting or something like that, yeah. you know, and then that gets annoying in and of itself, but very cool. Well, man, you know, one of the things too, I mentioned most of my experience over the years come out of hunting out of DIY blinds and I've built some myself. And it, when you step up to a manufactured blind, you're definitely going to be stepping up in your upfront cost in terms of like, if you went out to your local home improvement place and picked up some treated lumber and, and got to work, uh, at least your cash upfront costs. There's a bunch of different styles out there. There's a bunch of different prices out there. What are you getting by spending more? You know, I think in my mind, when you're talking about a manufactured uh, blind, especially one from Texas Hunters, you're talking about the about the longevity of it, the investment in, into that blind. You know, I'll tell you a real quick story. The blind that I hunt out of is 15 years old. It was up on a hill for 12 years and uh, we changed uh, ranches. So, so we were able to take it down and move it a couple hour, hours north. It assembled easily. It put back up easily. Um, so if I would have built that blind out there, it would have stayed on that other ranch. Mm. Um, I feel like when you're talking about time and time is real important to everybody in today's world, the manufactured blind allows you to get a blind out there quicker. The other thing is with Texas Hunter is because we manufacture all of our blinds uh, in San Antonio, is we have all the parts available. So if you ever have an issue, if the blind ever blows down, if you ever hit it with a tractor, over time, which has happened, um, over time, oh, yeah. if there's a part that you need, we can get you that individual part. So, so your blind is not ruined. So every day we are helping customers actually repair their blinds. And so I think that's another important aspect as you talk about the cost is, in our four by four and four by eight blinds, they're made out of a material called starboard. And starboard is used in the marine industry on boat decks. It's a really cool material that won't ever crack. It won't ever fade. It won't ever chip. Uh, we shot it with shotguns. We buried it underground. We've, we've abused it to all ends. And it's a material that is maintenance free. 
It's lightweight. It holds up. And so that, I think that's what kind of s- separates the, the Texas Hunter blind is we make that four by four and that four by eight out of that starboard material. Very cool. You talk about, you know, a blind lasting you 15 or 20 years. I'm kind of going through this on my place, Joe, you know, with those original, that original piece of land that we, you know, I guess that was, we started probably putting those in in 2002. So those are, I mean, they're at the end of their, let's, let's be honest. They're about five years too old. Let's put it this way. They're 20 years old and they should have been gotten rid of <laughs> about a long 10 time years ago. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big deal to be able to know it's there and it's clean. Like Joe was saying, man, I've, Ugh, I don't even want to think about some of the things I've had to clean out of those shooting houses. That's such will, a big deal. I will definitely say I've, I've had to jump off of a few shooting house ladders before oh, yeah. with different types of rodents coming at me and wasps and snakes. And, you yeah. know, you just you never know what's going to be in there when you open the door after having sat for six months uh, with nobody going in and out in the hottest time of the year. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, like those the construction quality is clear you know that's a clear advantage to it is that you you're you're buying this thing but going back to what you said you know you're buying this thing you're paying for that up front right you're paying for that longevity up front but it's really nice to know that if down the line your needs change you know maybe when you buy this blind you're in good shape and then when you get 20 years down the line you need a ladder instead you need steps instead of a ladder um or as you mentioned, we know some people that have a tendency to run tractors into some into yeah. things. You know, you just have accidents and things like that. You've got the ability to either fix it, upgrade it. It can kind of, it sounds like what y'all are doing is it can kind of grow with you. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that, you know, within our blinds, because of their, they're easy to move. It does have flexibility with the windows. It has flexibility with the towers and the ladders. As your life changes and, and locations of where you're hunting change, uh, is we can kind of grow with you. So that it is a really good way to look at the Texas Texas Hunter brand uh, blinds. Very cool. So I would say that I've just recently got into a position in life where I could, you know, actually buy something nice. Like Joe was saying, I've always built them myself. And one of the most annoying things that I've come in contact with on some of these is not having a really good rest. Like the windows are kind of different sometimes and, you know, it's not a great rest. And that's, that's what we're doing here, right? It's nice to sit in a good blind, but we're ideally going to, going to kill a buck out of that. One day, what are some of the considerations that Texas Hunter goes through for rests on these things? Yeah, absolutely. We have a shooting shelf that uh, we sell as an accessory to our blind. It does it does come standard in our five by seven uh, Wrangler blind. Uh, but that shooting shelf is is one of the things I bought over the last five years that has really changed the way that I hunt because I, I didn't realize how many things I'm taking with me up there. You know, I've got my sunglasses, my AirPods, my keys, my bullets my grunt tube, my flashlight, and all of those things are usually either in my pockets or they're rolling around on the ground. So this this uh, shooting shelf has a spot for all of those. It has a gun rest involved. It's got three uh, cup holders. And my favorite feature is it has a phone mount. So you can mount your phone in there to video your shot, or you can flip it around. If you're watching the ball game, your hands are free to glass or to take a shot and you never have to set your phone down. Um, so that's one of my favorite features and all, all that is standard in, in uh, our shooting shelf. Um, so that is definitely one of the uh, single items that, that I would recommend. Texas Hunter does sell that as an accessory. So if you have a, if you have a blind that has a four foot wall, uh, something that you can order and, and put that in your blind as well. So hmm. I like the sound of that. I hate I hate to admit how much I would use that. I'd, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to have everybody believe that when I go out into the woods, I'm I'm totally devoid of technological innovation, and I'm just out oh, there, yeah. you know, 
becoming one with the with the flora and the fauna. But I do have a tendency to have the phone with me. That being said, being able to get that shot on camera, it's not just uh, pretty it's cool. Not, well, it's it's not just uh, something cool to show your your folks. I mean, how many times have you taken a shot there right at last light and you go, I don't right. know where the deer went. You know, I, could I, be a tool I, to look back at and the look at your shot flash, and where the deer went. The, sure. the you know the muzzle flip, all those things. Kind of you're going, uh oh, uh, I didn't see which way he ran out of the field or. Uh, that could just be a benefit. Yeah. What other kind of accessories are out there? You know, uh, like Butch said, getting that solid rest is important, but like these blinds can be so comfortable now that you end up spending a whole bunch of time out, out there, maybe more so than you would if it was just a normal afternoon sit. So what kind of other accessories are available? Yeah. One of the things that, uh, that we also make is a floor mat. Uh, we make it in a four by four and then, uh, one for our five by seven. And one of the reasons that I mentioned that is because, the first ever really nice uh, deer blind I bought had carpet on the floor. And the first hunt that I went to go hunt, it was raining. I didn't even think about it. I was so excited. I got into the blind and looked down and I had mud all over that carpet. Mm -hmm. So I was never going to get that carpet clean. It, it was just going to hold all that dirt. Um, so we do a floor mat, a rubber mat, which is going to help if you drop anything, it's going to help a sound. Uh, but it allows you to, any dirt on the ground is you can actually just pull it out and shake it out. Um, and so your blinds are clean, like we talked about. Um, so that's, that's a really important piece that I recommend is those, uh, rubber mats in the four by four and the four by eight and, and in the five by seven, uh, that we make, we do have shooting bags, um, uh, your, your five pound sandbags, uh, that you would use at the range. Uh, they can go in the window sales, uh, very common. And, and then we have our shooters, a chair. Um, so everybody has their personal preference on chairs. You know, but with ours, one of the main things we want to do is make sure that they're quiet and they're not going to creak and pop. We've all got office chairs that you found as you were driving away from the office and <laughs> oh, yeah. in the back of your truck and they're great. But however, when the first time you go to lean back to uh, kick back and they pop real loud. So and so we do have chairs as well. That is new for this year. I I'm glad you bring up noise because I've been in, you know, some fiberglass stands that man, if, if you just kind of graze the wall, it sounds like something God awful is happening, you know, and, and God forbid you, you know, you drop your gun barrel again from off the windowsill onto, or your the, binoculars, onto yeah. the sidewall. I mean, it, it is so loud. And, uh, you know, first fiberglass stand I ever sat in, I was like, mm, I didn't really like that too much. How does that starboard do? You know, if you, if you set your gun up against the wall and, or, or, you know, something falls, how does it do for sound? You know, the nice thing with starboard is it's a very solid, rigid material. So you're not going to get that flexibility that you have in, in like a fiberglass. So that's, mm -hmm. that is definitely going to, it, it definitely going to help. So Heath, I know that the, uh, like, like you said, the four by four and the four by eight models are starboard. You've been using that material a long time, but y'all, y'all do something a little bit different with the five by seven. Is that right? Absolutely. The five by seven for us, um, we're on year three with it and it is, it's a five by seven octagon shape and the floor is made out of carbon fiber. So you'll never have to replace it. In insects can't penetrate it. It's lightweight. It's strong. Uh, the outside is aluminum. So it does cut down on the overall weight. Um, it does have a camo pattern that is baked into that aluminum. So it's not going to fade. You don't have to paint it. Uh, so it's maintenance free. The inside uh, has carpet on the ceiling and walls to help with sound. So the, the carpet on the inside walls and ceiling is made of recycled plastic water bottles. And so the benefit to that is it's never going to mold or rot on you. So you're talking about a lifetime type material. 
the ceiling is a one piece steel cap. So there's no seams in the ceiling. You have your glass windows that are all the way around that seal tight. You have rain guards above all those windows. And the five by seven does allow us to do a combo version. So for the bow hunters out there uh, that are looking for a Texas hunter, the five by seven is what they need to be looking at. Uh, so we do it with uh, rifle windows all the way around, or we have a combo, which does allow you to have four uh, bow windows and three rifles. So it does allow you to bow hunt and also to gun hunt out of the same blind. I would imagine being the carbon fiber and aluminum construction still pretty lightweight. It is. It weighs about 500 pounds on the ground. Um, so when you're talking about a five by seven, a blind, um, th that's pretty light. When you're talking about the, it does have a steel powder coated steel construction on the inside. Um, so that is something that it does allow you to have some flexibility as you want to move it uh, down the road. Well, very he, nice. You know, I think, uh, I think I've, you've answered all my questions, man. You know, I mean, I really hope that what people can gain from today is like, if you're thinking about a box blind, number one, you now you know what size you need. You you ought to be able to go and figure out uh, how high you want to put it. And then all the factors that go into the construction and the materials you use and different accessories you may want to add and, uh, you know, how you're going to be getting in and out of this thing. These are all points that you really need to think about when you're making this, this investment uh, because this is something that's going to last you for a long time. You're going to get a lot of hunts out of it, a lot of use out of it. If folks want to come see the blinds in person or, or want to look for some dealers locally uh, to where they are, where do you recommend they go to, to find that info? Yeah, we have all of our products and information at our website at texashunterproducts.com. The other thing is, if you would give us a call, our 1-800 number is 800-969-3337. Uh, we have dealers all over the country and we can help with the pinpoint, you know, which dealers might have something in stock and get you to the right a dealer in your area. Heath, thanks so much uh, for answering our questions today. And uh, man, if we don't talk to you again on here before, hope you have a good hunting season this, this season coming up. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. We appreciate your time today. You know, Butch, if you'd asked me, probably 10 to 15 years ago, you know, if I, if I'd rather have like three homemade do-it-yourself wooden box blinds or one nice pre-manufactured, you know, blinds like we're talking about today, I would have told you, I'm, I'm going to build my own, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need all that fancy stuff kind of thing. Yeah. I, I would agree with that, man. It's, I think it's just a progression, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, we just, you know, had a day off and it wasn't that big of a deal to spend eight or 10 hours building box, you know, building a hunting blind. But nowadays, I mean, that's, we got, you know, kids and family and instead of building that blind, we need to be actually doing things on our property. Not that, you know, not that a shooting house isn't an upgrade to your property, but you know what I mean? We need to be bush hogging. We need to be, you know, doing things that are, that are better for our land. We need to be burning whenever we have that spare time. Now it's just, it's just different. We're at a different point in our life. Yeah, well, there, there's that aspect of it for me. Uh, there's also just the the overall maintenance aspect. You know, I don't want to clean wasp nests out of shooting houses. I do not want to clean rodent no left left behinds out of shooting houses. <laughs> I, Leftovers. I don't want. I don't want to have to worry if when I open the door, is there going to be a bird or a snake or a flying oh. squirrel or any. I don't. You know, I don't want to have to think about any of that kind of stuff. And and the people I bring with me now, children, spouses, like, I don't want to have to worry if we get in there, is there going to be, you know, is a, is a wasp going to fly on somebody? And, well, so and how many times have you, how many times have you cleaned them out and then went to hunt in it 
three weeks later and it, it was worse right than whenever you cleaned it out. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. It's just unreliable. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I don't want to do that. I would say it is, it's not a joy of ownership, you know? And so, so no. having those shooting houses like that, I mean, it's not that I'm better than that. It's, and it's, I don't even look at it as a fancy thing. It's just the overall ownership experience of a nicer hunting blind is better. I mean, it's, there's no doubt about that. They're going to last longer a hundred percent. So oh, yeah. I really think if you, if you factor in the, your time building them, the materials you're going to use to build them, the materials you're going to use to repair them as they rot and warp and do all that. And the then time you're going to have to replace spend. two or three of them probably yeah, right. in the lifetime and, of one of those nice ones are going to last you. Right. Yeah, exactly. You start to factor in the total cost of ownership. I think they're a value to, to step up. I would think um, so. And, and I can tell you this, you know, this is probably an angle that a lot of people don't consider is when, when I'm getting ready to sell a property, uh, you know, just, just sold the proven grounds ranch in, in Missouri, you know, mm -hmm. it had 20 really nice box blinds on it. Those kind of considerations go into the overall value analysis of that property. If those blinds are staying behind, you better no believe that the landowner is considering that value when he sells, he's not just chipping them in for free. So yeah, no doubt it really is. And I, and I can tell you from, from showing people properties, when we're driving around a property looking at it and they see an old beat up shooting house, they don't assign any value to that. Right. Well, I'm going to have to replace that. Instead or I'm going to have that's going to be nice exactly. as it is. As opposed to, oh, it's a real nice shooting house or it's three or five or 10 real nice shooting houses there. You know, they are going, oh, wow, that's nice. This place is ready to hunt. Yep. Agreed, so, man. All things to take into consideration. I agree. Definitely. But, uh, you know, overall, I think uh today was really good to is kind of all those points you need to consider yep Heath gave us a great direction and i think somebody listening to this will be able to go out and pick the pick the hunting box blind for their piece of property or where they want to put that one well that's gonna wrap it up for us this week appreciate you joining us we want to make it easy for you to listen so here's a handy option for you to get the podcast emailed to you each week just text the word hunting to 773-770-4377 again just text the word hunting to 773-770-4377. You'll join our email list. And wherever you are listening to podcasts, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. Send us a written review. We'd love to hear from you. If you got a show topic that you are interested in and like to see us cover, just email us at pros at landhunting.com. That's going to do it for us. Y'all stay safe out there. We'll talk to you next time. This week's Unlamped show is brought to you by Bixie Supply and Baker Metalworks. Bixie Supply and Baker Metalworks are proud to be your metal roofing headquarters for over 40 years. Save time and money by buying from the most reliable manufacturer on the Gulf Coast. They now have eight locations to serve you. Bixie Supply and Baker Metalworks, your metal roofing headquarters. And also by Alabama Farmers Co-op. Alabama Farmers Cooperative has been serving gardeners, farmers, and everyone in between for 85 years. Visit www.alafarm.com for more information and to find a co-op near you. And also by Fatanas Defense. The Fatanas Defense PD Pro Ultralight Ultra Compact Night Vision System. Simply the best in class night vision systems ever built. Contact FatanasDefense.com to learn more. Fatanas Defense, Masters of Darkness. 
and also Great Days Outdoors, the South's finest hunting and fishing magazine. Pick up your copy wherever magazines are sold or check them out at greatdaysoutdoors.com. And also First South Farm Credit. First South shares its profits with its borrowers in the form of a patronage refund, lowering your cost of borrowing. Check them out at firstsouthland.com or call them at 800-955-1722. They're an equal housing lender.